Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. I would like to speak about the Creator today. I believe the Creator is is one of the great misunderstandings in the common knowledge of the world. And the reason I'm saying that is because we know that the Antichrist is trying at the end to spew out that Jesus or the Father were the creator in the garden. Because when they can do so, they can cause the majority of people to have a vast mistrust of who he is. And as we go down through this message today, you'll be able to see why I'm saying what I just did. That I believe the very undermining principle that we live in the world system today The undermining principle of that is that God did not create the world, that God is not the creator, and that the world started with a big bang, and it probably did. It's probably the way it sounded when Jesus or when God said, let there be light. There was probably an awesome bang, and when he made the planets and the stars, and he scattered them out by name across his hands into the outer space and flying in circles and circles and circles. And one after close to 7,000 years landed in Russia just the other week. Then we know that God, when he named these things and he spanned the skies and he spanned the heavens and when it all started, it was probably a big bang. But the author of it was not a big bang by way of a little plant in the bottom of the ocean because there was no ocean. There was nothing like that. It was void and empty. And when we look at the Creator, He's attracted. Listen to me. He's attracted to void and empty. He's attracted to nothing. Listen to me. He's attracted to nothing. He looks for nothing. Because with nothing, He can create. With nothing, he can do something. With something, he can do nothing. With nothing, he can do something. And so God looks and he finds this nothing, a big wide open area called earth. Somehow it received its name. And I don't know what the condition was of the earth before all this. I don't know. All I know that when we read about it, it started that it was void and empty, and darkness was on the face of the deep. It was grimly dark, and there was a mixture of water and a mixture of earth, and it was somehow mixed together as an image out in the middle of darkness because there was no light. Now, what God did then when he saw this, he came because he saw that the Spirit of God had interest in this earth that had nothing but void. The Holy Spirit started looking across the world and across the whatever it was. It wasn't the world or was it a world? We don't know. But he looked across trying to find something to be in and to touch and to change and to do something. And somehow the Holy Spirit in the midst of this mad mess of darkness 
and mess of void and empty, the Holy Spirit found a place and he hovered over it. And there it was, the breath of God was around it. And it swayed over and it just was around it. And God in his almighty, his seeing eye, and his might and his power and his strength, perhaps this one moment, wondered, where is the Holy Spirit at? Or where is my breath at? And he looked and he saw that it's in the middle of this breath, this spirit, he saw a jumbled up mess that was chaotic and there was no order whatsoever. And he describes our life in the creation as we all have been, a chaotic mess full of all kinds of debris and all kinds of hang-ups and all kinds of trash and bondage and sin and defeat and no purpose and void and empty. And there was nothing there. And somehow the Spirit of God in God's wisdom found an attraction to come into your life and to you that are born again and to look at your soul in this lost condition. And he said, I want that. I want that mess. I long for that mess. I want that nothing because out of nothing I can make something. And when he looked at the dire mess of where we all have come from, in a complete lost state, the breath of God started moving something in our heart and we started forming and changing. And look what he has today. Something that he longs for down through the eternity, right on the sides of the walls of heaven, according to what we read in Revelation. And as the eternities go on, and he can look to all that he has around him and say, look what I have done with that mess. And it took only a small amount of time. Didn't take very long. Look what I have done. And then he might have written over here and over here and over here and over here. Down to the billions and perhaps trillions of, we call it years, of things that God has done that we know nothing about. But he's called us to this moment because he is the creator. And what he made out of you, he created. That which you have become without outside him, he has not created. But that which you have become by him, he has created. So God is looking. And the purpose of God in the creation is to look for matter that he can change. To look for matter where he can put his hand on, when he, where he can put his breath in and glorify himself through so what I'm saying is where God is looking at today is not for pretty people. He's not looking for people that have it all down pat and have it all right. He's looking for people that are absolutely in the dumps of despair, that have no hope, that they basically conclude with one word, nothing. And in nothing, he can create something. And after he created something, out of this mass of nothing, he created the world. And then he went in and he stooped down on the earth and he took this clay, a dem, which means red dirt, and he pushes it together with his hands, still dirt. Have you ever wondered how old 
we are because we come from the dirt. So God formed us from dirt. First he formed and changed the dirt and water and now he forms man. And now he blows into man the breath of life. And who has the youngest baby here today? And who was the oldest person here today? And who was the first man, Adam? And who will be the last man? Somebody. The principle of truth is obvious and clearly seen from the beginning that God is and always will be a creator. God is the creator. This message today, after I'm done with it, there is no question why people of faith understand the creator as being a creator, as God Jehovah to be the creator. He is the creator. And he looks to create. That's his, that's his existence. He's looking to change things. He's looking to make them better. Isn't that what has happened to your life? I start reading in Romans chapter 1 verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made. Even his eternal power and Godhead. So that they without, so that they are without excuse. God has made and created everything so that you and I see, and we clearly see that there has been a creator, and there we resign to the fact that there has been a creator, and that creator is Jehovah God. No, no more questions. Genesis 1 verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Where, in what condition was the earth? It was without form and void. It was earth, it was void, it was nothing. One word that I hope will continue to ring through your ears as I go down through this message today is the word nothing. God is looking for nothing. Have you ever heard anything like this? God is looking for nothing. Because with nothing, he can create something. In fact, may I say that God specifically, I believe, he works with nothing to make everything that he, that he has that we see here. He works with nothing. And when you find nothing in your life, that is something for God. How many times do I find people in despair and they cry out and say that I am nothing? They are the prime candidates for the Creator's hand, for the touch of the Creator, because they have nothing to offer. Nothing to offer. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before whom, it's talking about Abraham, before whom he believed even God, who quickeneth the dead, nothing, and calleth those things which be not, be not nothing, as though they were. When somebody is dead, he is nothing. Let's read it again. 
As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. God said this. God said, Abraham, I have made you a father of many nations. Why? Because you could not, because you had nothing, I made you a father. Because you could not reproduce, I made you a father of many nations. And today, he is the father of all them that believe. So we see that the nothing that Abraham had, God made something. In that something, he made all the generations of faith. It's a wonderful story. Who quickeneth the dead. Who are the dead? They are nothing. And calleth those things which be not as though they were. Those things that be not, what are those things that be not? They're nothing. As though they were. Are you following me? Those things that be not. Those things that are not. He calls them as though they were. So in other words, God takes nothing. If we could call this nothing. It's right here. See it? It's nothing. And he takes nothing and creates something. So today as we speak about this, we're looking at this bundle sitting right here. It's nothing. You see it? How many of you see it? Some, only if you are seeing this nothing. How many of you see nothing? This right here. That's faith. God is looking for nothing. And for people to believe this nothing, when God sees that your faith sees nothing but trusts Him, that makes you righteous. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.